You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. It is great to be back after many, many weeks of being absent, but we are going to jump right into our grateful moment. We're going to start with Evan this morning. What are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful that uh, we had a nice hiatus uh, during this um, week-long break for Christmas and another break next week before life goes back to normal again. Um, Also, I'm grateful uh, I snagged a sleeper pick uh, for... um, our churches. Uh, well, I, I, I've I've snagged a a top a top ten talent for our church's um, uh, basketball team, the youth basketball team that's been struggling. I got a guy, a guy, a six three, twelve year old who's going to come and dominate. So grateful for that. Oh wait, who who is this six three, twelve year old? Well, I don't want to say his name publicly, but oh like, okay, three. He's he's raw, but we're going to mold him into a player. And and is he a member of your church or y'all just yeah, out there he's, scouting he's, talent? He's, from the he's a member of our church. He, you know, before he was playing um, just AU and we couldn't really get him to play with us. But he saw me at church and he said, hey, pastor, when, um, he asked me when um, when the games were. I told him, he said, right, I'll be there. So Awesome. Right. And one more question. Is he really 12 years old and sits three? He's really 12 years old and 6'3". What? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shout out shout out to Evans Church. Y- y'all got a future, sounds like, NBA baller um, in your midst. Yeah. All right, Phil, what are you grateful for? Phil, I'm, you should be grateful for that, too, because that's your church. As yeah, well. I'm actually an assistant coach, so I'm uh, kind of upset because he's coming to, like, the last – well, they play two games on Sunday, so – the last few games, but any win would be helpful for the team. Cali plays. They're in the playoffs, so all I gotta do is <laughs> you're gonna have it. And the problem is we we I try to interrupt this great for a moment. But we've had um a lot of our good players kind of missed. So mm-hmm. the last two weeks, you know, we're supposed to have all of our players back so we can make a, a surprise run and upset and upset um the whole the whole league in the tournament. So that's the goal. Nice. Yeah. Cali plays with them, which is is good for her. You know, she scored nine points one game where she she actually hit two threes and then drove and lay up in a like a, a kid who was like six one in his eye, his eye. So, you know, she's getting a little thrill. But I'm grateful that Christmas is over. I'm what? a little disappointed that I didn't get these stupid dunks. Now I got to go pay aftermarket for them, which is I'm, I'm annoyed. But I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to do that, that my daughter was patient for her, her gift. She wanted that. We couldn't find it. I don't know why in the world people were <laughs> the un, untainable. But I did hit on those Jordan 1 high pinks for my, my mo- oldest daughter, and she was very happy. So we waiting for that delivery. So I'm happy Christmas is over. We had a great time. And, and most of all, one of my gifts, other than the Giants hat, Dion is back. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm grateful for that, and this will be two years on this show. So I'm grateful for everyone on this team and those who supplement to come in just to help out on this this journey. So I'm grateful for that. Awesome, awesome. 
And Alan, Alan is with us this week. Um, what are you grateful for? I am, excuse me, I am grateful for family and surprises. Um, are you engaged? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> we can talk about that off camera. Okay, okay, cool, cool. But cool. it's not that, though. Um, what was I about to say? You threw me all the way <laughs> that uh sorry <laughs> um he was about to say you having a baby right <laughs> what i know by any means necessary for to for me to get my godchild but come on man <laughs> now y'all see what i gotta deal with but but yeah so surprises so my sister she had to pull a little deception off or had me like fill in because she bought my parents a tv but she had it under my name sent to the house so i went over there my mom was like you already have a tv i was like i was like yeah i'm gonna just sell the other one so i just grabbed that one and just kept it and then she was like is this not the same tv so i was like well you know i'm about to give it to sincere now nah, i'm playing here you go merry christmas <laughs> so i Aww. gave that to her um and I forgot the other one. Oh yeah, I got my mama a leave vet because she likes to work in the yard. And I told her, you're working too hard out there in the yard. So let's make your life easy a little bit. So I'm grateful for that, grateful for family. My sister, brother-in-law, nephew came down. I've said this last week, but I'm gonna say it again because it's always hilarious whenever all of us to get together because we don't know how to act. <laughs> and that's the only way it should be. Um, you know, when it comes to family, of course. And I am grateful. Well, I am grateful for the holiday season. I really enjoy the holiday season, mainly because I don't work the last week and a half of the year. Um, so that's always a blessing to me. I know that sounds kind of bad, but woo, that is a great blessing to me. Um, so I am grateful for that. Uh, my family, everyone was separate today because of this variant, this new variant that um, most of my family lives in New York and I heard like things are getting back a little rough in New York um, with the pandemic again. Um, but everybody is fine. I was able to speak to everyone and I have a new baby cousin. Um, she was born last week. So we have a new addition to the family. So I'm just grateful for family, grateful for the holidays, grateful for being right at the end of another year. I'm, I, I thank God that he saw it fit that um, we're alive, we're well, we're pushing two years on this show, which is like amazing. You know, this started with Phil just having like an idea and it all came together. So I'm just grateful for all of that stuff um, and just happy to be here. It was all a dream. I know, <laughs> we used to read Word Up Magazine, <laughs> like for real, for real. Uh, and if you guys don't know, Phil knew me since I was like nine or 10. So literally like grew up in this thing. It's crazy. Um, all right. So we're talking about all the good stuff, all the things we're grateful for. And I'm still trying to figure out what are the Lakers great, grateful for? Because uh, yeah, um, the Lakers took an L last night. They played the Brooklyn Nets, which is um, my, me and Phil's 
team, guys. So I just want to put that out there. Now nah, make sure you um, gotta say that's Phil's concubine. That's my concubine. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil's concubine. Um, and I believe they dropped their fifth straight. And my question to the guys, and this is super open ended, like what? what's next for the Lakers? Like, are they done at this point? Are y'all are still holding on to hope because the great LeBron James is on the team? What what can we expect to see from these Lakers? So first of all, let me say this. Phil's not a lot of slander Lakers at all because we tried to convince him early in the season, middle of the season, this team just doesn't fit from a basketball perspective. He tried to sell us on it. So Phil, you cannot climb the Lakers this episode because you have not earned that right because you used to defend them. True. You know what? That is a full fact. And I remember us trying to talk some sense into Phil and he wouldn't listen. It is still early. Y'all making a decision. <laughs> Kelvin, we don't see your, your pop-up means. You hold on. All right? <laughs> Here, I got my 76ers hat, okay? <laughs> listen, it is still early. We're acting like this is game... It's 57. It is only the 25th or 26th game for the oh, Lakers, right? Like, 25th? It's, like it's, it's in 30s? the 30s, Phil. We're almost halfway through the season. <laughs> no, we're not. It's still yes, early because, listen, history says, history says Westbrook on a new team takes time. Once all-star break comes in, he figures out how he plays with the team, and guess what? They make a run to the playoff. In reality, they're going to make the playoff. They're in the West. The West is not as strong as the East. The rest only has about, what, five teams over 500. The Lakers sit at seven, which is still um, a game a game behind the regular playoff play-in. This team was designed for the playoff. This team was designed to, for half-court offense. This team was designed to pound the ball in and work it, work it through. So as long as they make the playoff, anything can happen. So, yes, it looks bad. I remember when the Miami Heat, when they had LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh, they lost like 9 out of 10, and everybody was hoping, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried. It's still early. 30 games, the season starts after the All-Star game. I'll let you know after the All-Star game. Yes, the Lakers will have the hardest, quote, quote, schedule because they play majority playoff teams or high-percentage winning teams. I believe they're going to get it together. If not, like my nephew said, the Lakers will do a wholesale change during the trade deadline and LeBron will get another new team like he did. <laughs> so I'm not worried. I'm not worried. So my question to you, are you likening these Lakers to the Wade, Bosch, and LeBron heat team? I think our <laughs> listeners <No>. need clarification <laughs> on that statement. I'm just liking to them as they experience, right? The Wizards last year's remember the Wizards last year, they start off rough, right? The, the Miami Heat, that team started rough. I'm not worried about that. They still have enough. They, they, they're now they're like 100 games behind. They're literally, they're literally a, a game out of, a, a game out of um, sixth place, right? I've got half a game out of sixth place. Three games out of fifth, four games out of fourth place, five games out of the fifth, third place, right? They're only 11 games out of second place, which is thing, but they still could climb up. 
I'm liking them unto that experience of this super team put together and how it took them <laughs> a little while to get there, right? So they still have opportunity to get to third place, which they need to for home court advantage. So I'm not worried. That's all I'm liking to. Good Is that it. testimony correct? Okay, so one one more question because you said super team. So are you are you now saying for our listeners that this Lakers team is a, is a super team? I look, I just want to be clear for the record. On paper, based upon the years of service, the experience, the records they hold in the NBA, yes, they on paper they are a super team. They still had to perform, just like Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Shaq. And and the great Kobe, they were considered a super team. But <laughs> you have to see the chat going on while I'm trying to explain. <laughs> yeah, listen to this. It is hilarious how the pastor is frying me and they just going back and forth, talking right in front of my face, and this pop-up screen is coming up. All I'm saying is that experience make them a super team based upon their, their recognition, their all-star appearance. The, the records they hold in the NBA, the championship they have, the playoff um, experience, and the playoff, the amount of time they made the playoff. That's what I'm liking the experience, too. Okay. That is all, Judge. Okay, okay, no problem. I'll, I was just making sure. <clears throat> that was can, I ju- can I jump on, Alan? Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I had a joke. I had a joke. No, no, Jalen, you, you, your joke's usually good. I, I'll I let was, you go. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, this is basically law and order, uh, Lakers special victims. <laughs> That's exactly what this was. It really is. It's, it's sad. Go ahead, Kelvin. We're waiting for you. All right, Phil. Um, <laughs> good morning, Phil. You, you still morning. you got you, you obviously got a hangover, brother. Uh, <laughs> too much holiday punch, brother. Like this, this is crazy, yo. You, you just first of all. Dion just she slaps you a couple times, so I'm not gonna slap you anymore. You liking oh. that team to Miami, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the super a super team or just a super old team? I think that's what you really meant. Like they're super old team, man. Like there's nothing the Lakers are gonna be able to do unless they get new bodies. It's like it's nothing. Every time you watch them play. Like nobody on that team has a motor, and the one with a motor has a bad motor, and that's Westbrook. Westbrook gets to the basket. He got rim blocked yesterday. The play before that, he got to the lane. He finger rolled under the basket. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like we told you, like we all try to tell you. I think everybody tried to tell you. This team is poorly constructed, and I don't think I'm blaming LeBron for this one. I think the GM. He saw the opportunity for another star in L.A., and he jumped on it, and he just made a terrible mistake. And one thing I will say, Phil, if I will support you on anything is, the one thing you said, if they make a fire sale on a trade deadline, and I don't think they can because them contracts are going to be hard to move because AD is more interested in fashion. Did you see what he had on yesterday? Yeah. Oh, oh, that brother's ridiculous. That brother's ridiculous. But, you know, unless they make a fire sale and they, they find a way to move all these players back from the Wizards <laughs> and maybe from some other teams, they don't have a shot, bro. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> Wait a minute. Shot to what? To win the championship or make the playoff? Win the championship? Nope. Nobody plays 
to make the playoffs. Like, that's nobody's goal at the beginning of the year when you got former MVPs on your team. Like, yo, we're going to make the playoffs this year. Nobody right. says that. Contramo for our teams that do do that. Who are MVPs um, on your team? Not MV, not for MVPs. Okay, you got to listen to my statement, Philip. Okay. You got to listen to my statement. <laughs> Yeah, he, he fixed that at the end. At first, I was going to say the same thing, but he fixed it when he said with former MVPs. But here's what I'll say. The Lakers are like Frankenstein. They assembled a bunch of dead pieces <laughs> together and started to shout. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, sorry. And the issue boils down to for, for the Lakers, ultimately, as Kevin said, it's just a poorly constructed roster. Um, they, they miss shooting. They don't have the capacity to, um, and they, they're, they're too big. They're too long. It, honestly, it reminds me of the six, seven Sixers roster had four power fours with Ben Simmons, Al Horford, <laughs> Joel Embiid, and there's someone else. It just, it just didn't fit. It didn't make sense why they construct and Tobias Harris. It didn't make sense how they constructed the roster. Now, Obviously, I think the Lakers will probably be a playoff team, um, but obviously we're talking about a championship. There, there, there's, there is no chance. There is zero chance. I mean, okay, can't say zero. There is a 1% chance in case Steph Curry and the whole roster catches COVID in the first round of the playoffs. They will probably be the last seed. Will they, get out, will they even get out the first round? No, they'll still lose. They'll still lose <laughs> if everybody catches COVID. These dudes lost to James Harden and, and Patty Mills and a bag of Skittles. It's like it's, it was it's like, how do you lose to that net team on Christmas in LA? They have no shot whatsoever. I, I mean, Patty Mills and and James Harden that just came back off whatever, and you just got slapped like that. That's embarrassing, man. That is embarrassing. Yeah. And they combined for a 70 on top of that. Which is even worse. Um, what more can they do? Nothing. <laughs> Honestly, like trade, trade for who? Like when you really think about uh when they traded away Kuz, let Caruso walk, all those pieces that they lo- lost, like who did they replace to fill in those roles? And you really gotta sit like sit back and think about it like when they lost kcp kcp was a spot-up shooter not saying he was the best but even when you think back to the bubble he was at least a reliable one and he could defend then you lose a caruso defense you're missing all these glue guys like who's really the glue guys and then you got deandre jordan man not even really touching the floor like that and even when he's on the floor he don't really know what he's doing then you got Dwight out there, but Dwight's like more of now refined to like a backup role, which he's good in. Like, so you really don't have a starting center who actually like be a force. Like, it's just like at this point, like he'll get to the playoffs, but I mean, just get ready to say Cancun early. That's, I mean, that's really it. I don't, I don't see who they'll be able to pick up. They really messed up by uh, not getting Buddy Hill in that trade in the offseason. That's where they messed up from the beginning. That's and, and you get shooting and a defender, and there was another piece I think that was supposed to come with that as well. So they messed up 
just from that part alone. So, I mean, yeah. I agree with everybody except for Phil, but this roster <laughs> reconstruction is basically the whole issue. They, they got to get more athletic. AD's going to come back. AD's yes. going to come back and put fire. But no AD's going to bring fire? I, I, like, from fire where? Fire to his fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah fire that be a fire that fashion for real that designer but what you call it at 37 lebron shouldn't be your most athletic player on your roster exactly I agree. and that's and that's a big problem you know here's the ultimate problem ultimate problem i think too no a few, a few weeks ago we had this discussion and what we said is do the lakers regret allowing LeBron to come in and colonize them, strip them of mm. all of their resources to bring in these players. And now they're not even looking like a team like, like, and that is the, the MO of LeBron. LeBron is a player who comes to your franchise and he doesn't upgrade. He upgrades your franchise around him. He upgrades himself. So he makes sure he looks good. He brings players around him, but he mortgages your future. Mm-hmm. And when it's all said and done, you're left scrambling because you, you trade your draft picks, you, you traded your top two talent. Because look at right now, you have, you have Lonzo Ball, who's playing on a on a on a very good Bulls roster as a starting point guard. You have uh, Brandon Ingram, who is a talent who's who's what's I'm looking for flailing in the wind in in a poorly managed um, uh, New Orleans Pelican situation. You have Julius Randle, who is uh, not quite the superstar, who's but at least taking the Knicks to the playoffs in the East. With those three players alone, I mean, how much better does this does this roster look? How much more competitive are they? But now you're 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 gambling on a Russell Westbrook, you're gambling on an AD who doesn't seem interested in really playing. Because eighty was never alpha, so you know it's just like man, they really mortgage themselves for one championship, and I wonder would they rather sit back and say be contending for years as opposed to getting losing everything? And it's funny to me, Lakers are down so bad. I was on Twitter and someone said we need Ben Simmons on this roster now. I'm thinking to myself, you guys are idiots. Ben Simmons is only going to make the problems even worse because you're still going to have a, a team that has the court shrunk. Uh, because he doesn't refuse to shoot, so it's, it's wild out here. And I would do it again if I was the I was I don't care. LeBron, one championship is worth missing whatever trauma you go through. No, that one not. championship. Look at Cleveland. Cleveland is on high. Cleveland is high because what he does, you do it again. I prefer to get. I would love to get one championship than wait fifty years like I am right now. Do it again. Every team. Even the 76ers, those are the 76ers fans. They trust the process, and the process is broken right now for them. Don't worry about them. They don't know about what's the championship do like. What do we got to do like, to do this? this I will do it do again. Do. The broad mortgage, your future, guaranteed championship, I will do it. Every other team, every 31 teams, maybe, excuse me, 30, 30 teams will do it again. I don't think the 76ers do it. They love the process, but I'm sorry. I'll carry on. Okay. Well, I mean, you guys said everything, um, you know, I, I don't have to rehash. And, you know, unlike KD, I'm not going to take the soul out of a man that's about to take a major L uh, like LeBron and the 
finals. Um, so oh, Dion, can, yeah, I've got to ask you your question. Sorry, I had your question. It, are the Nets better off without KD? They look pretty good without Excuse KD. Excuse me? Excuse me? Absolutely this guy's not. mad. Absolutely not. <laughs> KD, KD is a brewing monster. Y'all, y'all just wait. Y'all just wait. But no, no team is, is better without KD, in my opinion. Um, all right. So Back. that's the debacle in the West. Let us talk about the Boston Celtics. Now, this has been a topic that has been brewing pretty much all season, even in, in the preseason. And it's this dynamic of Tatum, Tatum, sorry, Tatum and Brown, and whether or not um, it is time to break up the two. Will the team have more success with one being gone? And I want to ask the guys outside of that, who would you send? Who would you keep? Who would you send? So I don't think it's time for them to break up the Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown. Um, I, I think they have. I don't think they have a good coaching. Uh, I don't think they have a good coach. Um, I think that you need someone who's going to kind of reel Tatum in. Because Tatum, I mean, he can be kind of, he can be like young Kobe, but not as good in terms of how the type of shots he takes. Well, when I say not as good, nowhere near as good as, as young Kobe. Uh, because Tatum just takes ill-advised shots and he's like, man, what are you doing? Uh, and this is a team that I think ultimately, with you talking about Jason, Jason Tatum, the greatest issue in my mind is that uh, people have deemed um, – Tatum a superstar before he ever really became a superstar. Uh, that that first playoff series without Kyrie made him look like he a certain player, and he really just had a hot a hot a hot playoff series, a hot playoff run. Uh, but I think that with the right coach, this team can compete. Now, if they split this roster, which I think is a possibility, I would keep. Jalen Brown and send off Jason Tatum because I think Jalen Brown um, is a two-way player and I think Jalen Brown is is he's the real superstar but a lot of people accredit it to Jason Tatum this is maddening you are, you would be crazy to get rid of those two superstar talent I do agree we anointed Jason a little earlier, but you got to remember when they made that run, they had Kyrie who installed them confidence early. And he's so good. Despite the thing, he, you had Kyrie on your team that time. You had more confidence than Isaiah Thomas. So that's, that helped them. And you had a coaching staff who've been working with them. We got to give this, this first year um, coach a chance. This is a, under new management. He has to figure out how to work with those two. Most of these NBA teams who are who are playoff bound championship, they have two superstars. Imagine that what the 76ers try to do, the Celtics succeeded. They drafted two superstars, right? Who likes to play with each other, who could work with each other. Ally Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. No. 76 76ers trying to destroy was great. The thing is you give them a chance, they need a better point guard. Person could distribute it the ball correctly. Yes, Jason Tatum loved to 
he'll be under the rim and he's that tall dude on the court who will be under the rim and run back and shoot a three. <laughs> all he want to do is shoot a three and then step back three. That's all he goes. He, 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 and he said during this um, offseason, he practiced. He was challenged to go more to the rim. That's his strength. It's just coaching. Brand new coach. It's okay. You don't break these two up. But if you had to, you'll get more value for Jason Tatum. Tatum. And you don't trade him unless you plan to go win a championship. You don't trade any one of these guys unless you plan to get a championship. A young budded star like uh, um, oh, a Trey Young, maybe, uh, or Curry, one of those top tier because you got to get the top tier for these two talents. Unless you get, unless you are in for a championship this year, don't do it. Be patient with these two. They'll work it out. The coaching will give them an opportunity to, you know, his first year, second year, how you really want to use them. Most of these guys, there's no practicing, only video. The court time is not there this season. So everyone is at a disadvantage at COVID. So we'll see. Don't be a foolish. Don't let no 76 fan tell you what to do. Because all they want to do is they say, oh, our process worked. No, the process actually worked in, in, in Boston. Drafted superstar, still working with them, and they like each other. So keep them together. Don't get rid of nobody unless you're, going, unless you're all in. Can we point out how obsessed Phil is with the 76ers? Like nobody else mentions nobody else's team when they're talking about a, t- a topic or a subject. But Phil continues to talk about the Sixers. You're a closet fan, Phil. Everybody knows. But going back to the topic, let's <laughs> go back to the topic. Boston has a problem. You know, the Spider-Man meme where they take off the mask and they point at each other. I don't know if anybody's seen it. Yes. That. Yeah. That's what happens when you got Tatum yeah. and Jalen Brown. They play the exact same style of basketball. You got two slashers right there. You might be able to get more value if you get an equal caliber player at a different position. They thought they was doing something when they brought in Schroeder, but that's not a legit point guard. And that was a bad move. Um, they They have a problem that a lot of big market teams have. And what that problem is, you have to usually crown a star. And like everybody said, they decided to anoint Jason Tatum way too early. So now because you did that, he has to live up to the hype of Boston and be a star in Boston. And what he's supposed to be doing is continue to learn and and play more of a humble role of basketball. Because now he's shooting, he's shooting a bad percentage, shooting a high volume amount of shots as if nobody else is on the floor. And and when they allowed him to do that, it messed up the whole sequence of the team. Uh, what I don't like is how they got rid of Brad Stevens, but they got rid of him and, and kind of like evolved him to a higher role. That was kind of crazy to me. So now Brad Stevens is still in the organization. He got a better role. He should have stayed as a coach if you wanted to keep him in the organization and allowed them to, to work through whatever they had going on. But I feel like they, they most likely will have to trade one of those pieces even though they are two good players, I would want either one of them. But both of them playing the same position. They're doing the same thing when they got the ball every time. I don't know if it's going to be successful. And I think they can get a valuable role player and allow them to have one alpha on the team instead of two alpha, two, two of them fighting for the alpha spot secretly. So I, w- I would kind of not blow it up, but I would try to get more value for the pick right there. I don't know who's on the market, but somebody, maybe a point guard, maybe a center. 
um, somebody like that. Let me let me get my inner fill on. Uh, they should trade uh, Jalen Brown for, for Ben Simmons. That's what they should do. Come on, man. Because actually, they they tried that. Actually, they they. I don't, I don't think they really tried that. I, I, I don't think they really tried that because I think I think that um, there are more. He has more sense. That's a one for one trade. You don't need picks and all that stuff for that. That's a one for one trade. And how that helps the Boston? It doesn't. They need scoring. No, they don't. They don't need scoring. How does it, how does that help Boston? You, you bring a you bring a, a top a top defender of nine score year. A guy's going to make Jason Tatum better because you give him the ball all over the court, and he's going to get the offense. Oh, offense. I'm sorry. The that's, second that's tier great, is Marcus Smart. That's a great trade. Marcus Smart. I told you, you said, though, this is the 76 fan. Marcus Smart is going to be your second go-to person for scoring. Good luck, Boston. No. Don't touch. Don't and listen to 76ers. Will make that team that much better. Does Marcus Smart distribute the basketball at the same way and the same skill set as Ben Simmons? Does he rebound as well as Ben Simmons? Does he defend as well as Ben Simmons? He does it. He shoot better than Ben Simmons, and that's what they need. They need a third outlet. If if they do that thing, if they do that trade, they double team Tatum from the top of the key. They'll leave. They have a someone drifting in center just in case um Ben was planning to drive in in the hole. They'll leave him out to shoot. Then the same thing. Jason Tatum going back to shoot and step back threes. Jason Tatum back to no doesn't help. You know it's just a, a average smart basketball player giving you advice. Don't listen to 76. But anywho, um, the reason why that Boston was able to do what they did is because Denny Ainge was just smarter than everyone. <laughs> so let's let's just call that that. It was never really a process. It was like, look, I can get draft capital. That's that's what they love. But I mean, Kelvin pretty much said what I was gonna say. They have they have a they have an issue to where you got two stars who are on the rise and I don't think they're competing with each other. I think it's just the competitive, that competitive edge that athletes have to where it's like, I want my team to succeed, but sometimes you might get in each other's way. So it's not, it's, I'm not saying it's Kobe and Shaq, but it's kind of like Kobe and Shaq, like unintentionally that they're not trying to do. So there's times to where it's like, wow, whenever Jalen Brown is out, you see Jason Tatum is doing well. But then when they're on the court together, it doesn't align. Or, oh, Jason Tatum is out. Jalen Brown's playing very well. I think, was it against the Knicks? He had like 47 or something like that. And he came back. Alan, yeah. why you always got to bring up? Look, it's, look I just think it's very possible. Very possible. <laughs> Who hasn't parted? I, I just think about the big numbers. Because, I mean, I, I remember <laughs> watching part of the game. I was like, oh, he's going crazy. But I don't feel like watching this game. <laughs> so, so it's just like, I just feel like this is going to come to a point. This almost makes me think in a weird way. But I think the scenario was different to when it was like the T-Mac Vint situation. Someone's going to end up being traded, but it just happened earlier in their careers compared to now. They're probably going to end up trading Jalen, but I'm pretty sure that they're probably going to try to actually find like a point guard and probably another piece as well that will help them out. Because, I mean, Dennis Schroeder, he's just a guy who's just looking to get a bucket. He was just a last minute signing because he wasn't going to get that money because of his uh, display in the playoffs. 
So they got they got some some pieces around there they need to fix though. I think you guys said it all. I'll leave them boys together. I I don't know. I just as a New Yorker, I just don't like but I don't really care for Boston. So I mean, if keeping them together means Boston won't win, I'm all for it. Like let's leave things how they are. Um and that's just my bitter moment of the day. Um, talking about Trey stuff, I don't know if you guys read this week. This is random transitioning from that. But I think it was Woes. Was it Woes that said that LeBron might be interested in going back to Cleveland? Did you guys hear that rumor floating? I heard LeBron a rumor. LeBron is crazy. <laughs> but he ain't doing it. Yeah, I hope it's true. Sorry, Alan. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Oh, I said I heard about it, but I don't think it's true because why would I go back there when I'm in LA? True. Yeah, I don't true. think I, I know he's I don't think he's a front runner, but I heard Perkins made that suggestion on Twitter. And okay. And yeah, I think that's what stemmed from that. Perkins made that suggestion on Twitter. And how wild that will be. <laughs> I think well, the like other- why would he even do that? Yeah, the the, the Cavs are a, a good team thus far thus far and like i said it's early in season but i think it will destroy his legacy they will call him a true front runner and and so forth and he will he'll play a hey it's not my fault you know i'm not the gm that the lakers didn't mess with him yeah that'd be a hot mess Phil, this will follow lebron's uh legacy for sure this is what lebron been doing so I would, <laughs> right yeah I'm, i mean i'm i'm team lebron too but i call a spade a spade like mm-hmm. lebron's been doing stuff like this it wouldn't shock me at all. Um, and I think he's making way because he know he can get his son on Cleveland. He might not be able to pull his son in L.A., but he might get his son on the Cleveland roster. Uh, so, you know, that's boy, he thinks long-term. So <laughs> he might be thinking about Bronny right now. Yeah, so I did mix that up. What Wole said last night was that um, I think Cleveland may be looking at Ben Simmons. Like I, yeah, I heard that one. I couldn't find the article. It took too long to load up. I did hear about that. Yeah. Who are they going? Who are they going to give up? If they give up, if they give up somebody quality, if they give up Sexton, or they give up Mobley, the new my front runner, my 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 pick guys for uh, rookie of the year from the beginning of the season. Um, if they if they give up guys like that, then you know we entertain that Cleveland conversation. <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> we trying to get Ben up out of it anyway, man. Ben, he belongs with the Knicks 22. Did you look up that, Dion? Wait, no, I didn't read did that. You see, did you see that? No. <laughs> the Knicks are interested in Ben Simmons as well. What do you want from him? Oh, what do you want from him? Julius Randle? Right. Grinds, our Can rookies. Randall. Our future look bright. No, no, hold on. Time out, Tom. Let me be honest. Go ahead. We, we, we weren't looking at y'all. Y'all looking at us. We don't want nobody from that terrible roster. You tell me you want to take Gr- you want take any of our rookies? You will not take any of our rookies. No. Mr. Janice. Mr. Janice, can I finish? Janice. Can I finish? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> we didn't try. The reports never said Philly is looking to do a deal with New York. The report said New York is interested in Ben Simmons. We don't want nobody from that terrible roster. Everybody's in New York. New York is That's the finest chick in the NBA. Excuse my language, Dion. The finest woman in the NBA. Everybody wants the name. And, and you're cheating on her. 
<laughs> like clearly, and, and and not only are you cheating on her, you have exclaimed this publicly. She ain't mad like, at me. Huh? <laughs> she ain't mad at me. <laughs> she, oh she she's happy. I'm a good man. I take care of what I need to take care. I yo listen misery. I can't spend misery for only 45 years. Actually, last 20 years and 99. That was the last time I was happy. All right, so it's an arrangement. The Knicks, the Knicks are confused. How did you? How did y'all bet y'all bench y'all best player? Y'all put yeah. your best player yeah. on the bench. Okay, like, yeah, this is the this problem. Is a confused no, no, no. City. This is the problem. This is a confused city right here. No, yo. I'm gonna let you answer this. And Dion, I know I'm not as I'm not nowhere at your level, but answer this. What is Thibodeau Thibodeau Keon? Oh, he's known for losing without Doc Defense. Rivers. No, defense. you wish. Doc defense. What? Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here, Doc Rivers. We're not gonna go. You, you try to get me to digress. He almost got me to digress. Almost messing up the Timberwolves. <laughs> he made the Timberwolves better. So I keep going. Anyway, defense. He's trying to digress. Maybe digress. Defense. The defense rating for Kimber Walker on the floor. It's so low. Literally, Kimber Walker is a term style. Everyone is just going to the hoop. But you didn't he know before a, you brought him in the team? We thought Thibodeau, Fournier was also a term style, but Fournier plays defense. You have to put effort. Kim, uh, um, Walker has they have demonstrated no effort in playing defense, and Thibodeau was upset. Yeah, he's scoring, but the defense, when, when Kimber Walker plays, you have some people around who cover him up. No, in Tibbs', in Tibbs offense, Tibbs is about defense. If you play defense, you get playing time. Offense comes easy for him. He would literally watch Kimber Walker play this season. Every player he guard just go right to a turnstile. They put their token in and go right to the hole. Did you not watch him in Charlotte? Right, but in Charlotte they had defenders behind them. Oh, he was. That's why. But but but, but I explained this to you last week. Yeah, you did. When it comes when it <laughs> comes to shorter guards. It's mm -hmm. harder for them to defend because guess what? Most most guards in the league now are like six three, six four. He's six foot, so it's gonna be easier you for those kind. guys to use their body to get around them. It's correct. It's, simple, it's it's just the simple science. It's not like it's not like oh, it's the eighties to where they were slow. We're in we're in we're about to be twenty twenty two where guards are super athletic. It's gonna be hard to guard those type. So, of so Alan, can I ask you a question, then, Alan? Yeah. Maybe you can help. You can help fill out. Oh boy. So, so if that's the case, right, and you have a guard as a liability as far as his height, don't you? Would you? If you're a good coach, like like these guys rave about tips, don't you figure out a way to scheme defensively? And that's what he's doing. For that? He is Alan, doing I'm that. Asking Alan, Phil, you just don't follow. He's no. Excuse me, Alan. He is doing that. Is that the effort he needs to put in? He's not. That's it. Yes, he's put a hand in it. Move. He's literally, literally, he's making no for, no effort. Fournier is not a defender, but you see Fournier How diving for ball. No, I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying diving know, for ball, putting his body in the way. I'm telling Fournier is a, a term style too. And to Tibbs, Tibbs have Derrick Rose is what six two? No, Derrick Rose is like six three, six four, six four. Six, four? I thought he, yes. he looked shorter than that. Uh, Tibbs have most players. I think he had. A, I can't remember what shorter player he had. He have guys. He had Nate Robinson. One year he has the he have short guard. They make the effort. And 
all Tibbs is asking, make the effort, make push. If hey, somebody go around, athlete, you go around. Bro. Right. He's, no, I'm talking about he's an athlete, athlete. Kimba's not that athlete. Not what that kind of athlete. What do they want Kimba to do? Like become 6'5 overnight? And, no, Kimba, effort. Put in hand out. Move your feet. Kibitos is giving him defensive schemes and how to utilize what he has. And he's he's not putting the effort in. In these last games where he got time, yeah, you scoring, but he's putting some type of effort in. And that's the nah, thing. He's, he's playing the same basketball. Effort. No, he's really. not. He's playing the same no, basketball. I'm watching the game. He's putting more effort in defense. And plus, we have no bodies. So now, I know you're not telling the truth because nobody's watching the whole New York Knicks game. I am. Oh boy! Oh please! This guy. I've been watching. I've, I've been watching the Knicks game. I, I'm not gonna lie. I stopped watching them until <laughs> until Lance. I got tired of getting abused. Not into my abuse. Nobody's watching the whole game watching. of the Knicks. Come I am. On, We're not, not like you, through. Kelvin, who haven't watched. When was the last time you watched the 76 of game? Go ahead. It's not about the Sixers. We talk about the Knicks. <laughs> Case dismissed. I'm done. I'm not. I'm done. I apologize, Dion. This why, you wearing, why you wearing trash on your head, man? Your mom told you better than that. Take that trash <laughs> off your head. Hey, y'all want to be like us, okay? So calm down. The we football episode okay. comes out <laughs> later on. Y'all want to oh be like gosh. us. Y'all, see, y'all still <laughs> our draft pick. Y'all, y'all bamboozle. Y'all purposely lose. And your host, for any means necessary, your host, coaching staff is fired. Quarterback is doing your old quarterback winning games. Out in uh, the uh, Colts, which uh, Kelvin picked that. Um, Pick that that team to win the Colts. So yeah, y'all won't be like us. What you saying? What you saying about that pick? Am I delusional? We're still? not talking about the NFL. You actually okay, picked right, that right. right. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about NBA. And stop talking about the Giants. We're talking about the NBA. So overall, Kimber Walker needs to put effort in defense. He'll get more playing time. Bodies out there. Grimes is actually going. Looks great. Dion next- is a smart woman. You need to you need to follow Dion. Yeah, she's like a the, genius. Yeah, because Dion told you before how to get on the Brooklyn Nets. Not the way you did it. You did it messy. You did it really messy, Phil. You should have just you should have just did it like she did. Love. It took her role, took her took her talking Transition. points, we've been fine. Dude. I tried I, I tried, you know. You did, Dion. You tried. You gotta think about it. Dion's been chilling like this whole little situation. <laughs> that should have let you know then. Because one thing about me, I'm very realistic. And I'm like, well, I I don't I don't even have no ounce of defense right now for the Knicks. None. None. But your boy will, your homeboy. Please help your homeboy. Talk to him after the show. Listen, we want all I have to say is that we were on last night, Christmas, and only the best teams with the best fans who who had a great playoff are able to play on Christmas. Big market teams, great teams. I didn't see. I saw Thibodeau's. I saw Thibodeau's on the highlights yesterday. I didn't see Doc Rivers. They gave him an extra vacation, so I guess Embiid needs to rest those knees. Embiid and Ben played the same amount of minutes last night. So the garbage, the garbage Lakers and the garbage Knicks was on, and you want to, you want to give talk about the best teams only play. The like, funny thing is, Phil made it sound like it's a playoffs. We both sit on the couch. Nah, 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 Negro. Nah, nah, nah. Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Haters gonna hate. I didn't see. I didn't see. I didn't see Doc Rivers, the best coach, without Tibbs. One organization has a superstar, an all-star who's disgruntled. The other organization is just built on trash. 
No, no, no. Remember how you was built. Yeah, like Jersey. Excuse me, I love Jersey. Yeah, landfill. And because the landfill was put together, yeah, decent. The process was all built up on trash. So stop the nonsense. Nah, nah, nah. The landfill, that's what you are. Phil, so about to fall anybody apart soon. Is anybody in your roster better than B? Listen, if we had 55 okay, first-round draft picks, right. if we had 55 draft-round picks, we're like bound that. to hit one. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably a no. But I will say this. I will say this about the Knicks. You know, it's still a team that I adore and root for. No matter how much and how bad we are, and we're bad. We've been bad for a lot of years, all right? We'll just keep it real. We are still the most successful and the richest franchise in the NBA so y'all can take all y'all arguments and we're trash and nobody don't want to come to New York and we are still sitting at the top of that financial ladder because at the end of the day we don't have to win we're the Knicks like we're still you, you see how low that bar is ladies and gentlemen did you hear how low that bar was we're not <laughs> like, even talking about basketball no more we don't <laughs> have talking about location it is He's talking basketball about it is talking about basketball maybe hey it maybe, is basketball maybe the, maybe madison square garden should be called crypto.com instead <laughs> <laughs> right Dion. Only because y'all in New York, the market, the money. No, you nah, that's what you're saying. You're not no, talking about basketball now. Ha, ha, no, that that's basketball. That's basketball. Because at the end of the day, when the Knicks made the playoffs last year, the NBA went crazy. You had mm-hmm. LeBron tweeting. You had KD. To, well, KD is going to tweet regardless. But you had all these players tweeting. Everybody was like, including LeBron, who is y'all goat. LeBron was like, when the Knicks make the playoffs, the NBA is better for it. Okay. Because y'all got y'all have the biggest city in in the in the country. Like, yeah, of course, by numbers alone, you make basketball better because it's more money when New York is around. It has nothing to do with y'all basketball. Well, think about it though. Like, we're pretty horrible but our fans are still paying top dollar to watch our talent i mean listen all these people in new york y'all gonna always have fans like period y'all always gonna have fans it's gonna be hard not to have fans i mean y'all probably got people on the waiting list still that can't get madison square garden it's because of shared numbers it's that's what it is you guys are in a perfect place which i wish you guys were relevant you know it would make everything better Y'all would make are. basketball. Y'all would make the NBA more money if y'all were more relevant. We are. So that's that's what LeBron is saying, basically. LeBron is about numbers. LeBron's smart. He's about numbers. You guys <laughs> had to go to the bar so low. You're talking about because y'all in New York, y'all win. Like, that is that's, that is bad. It's a really bad situation. I'm just saying, like that. What about the Giants? I'm just throwing out. I'm just throwing out the facts and the figures. You know what I'm saying? I respect it, Dion. You always find a way to, to do. Always find a way to get a highlight. I respect it. I respect it. Phil, get your notebook out next time. <laughs> Listen, we are we are who we are. And yes, we are not playing very well right now. But you know what? If we had 35 first-round picks, you know, 35 first-round picks stunk on purpose and, and for 10 years, we'll have a superstar like a Joel Embiid. Ben can, you record, can we record that line, like, can we just circle that 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 that, that bite right there? That sound because he says that every year since I met him. 
We're not that good right now. We can just repeat that and play it next year. He's going to say the same thing next year. No, next year, if the, don't worry. We, we, we're, get, we're getting there. The Knicks are getting there. We're nah, getting there. Next year, next year, next year is, oh, is our year, maybe. Yeah, all we have to do is make the playoffs. Max is better than Emmanuel quickly by a landslide. You're crazy. <laughs> if, if ben, if, listen, landslide. You're crazy. Landslide. Slide. I don't know if it's a landslide now. No, this guy is. If Emmanuel quickly had the same amount of playing times, his production under ten minutes is more. If he had the same production, so it's as our fault. Right now, confirm that. Go post that. So Phil likes to say stuff yeah, and then stats, after, the, after the fact. It's our fault that he can't get burned on a bad team. It's our fault. In no, 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 no. If he, I'm telling you. Um, I, I've showed you games, and, and, and I state facts. If a man quickly had the same amount of minutes as Maxi, remember Maxi? Maxi didn't get Maxi. He was so good last year. He didn't get no play time towards the end. All right. So can we please? Can we get the stats, I, we stats I don't need stats. I have the eye test. You see, I have the eye test. The eye <laughs> test accounts. That's why I need the eye Ew, test. You gotta oh, wear. He's using, he's talking about eye test, but she has to wear the glasses with it. That, that got me. <laughs> that makes it magnify the eye test. That magnified the eye test. A man who quickly is a better player than Maxi, and that's facts. Man quickly has given more to his team in a short amount of time than the 100 hours that uh, over Maxi playing time. I mean, over quickly playing time. So, based upon production numbers, if I could get more out of 10 minutes than 30 minutes, what would you do? You deal with the person with 10 minutes because that means you have more equity. Dude, you get more minutes when you're more productive as a player. No, 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 no. You get more minutes because Ben Simmons is gone. That's why. And Doc Rivers has a a faithful system where he said, well, this guy does good. Remember, what's that guy you had last year? Well, this guy, what was that guy there? I forgot his name. And he was, and he stuck with him. He was stuck with him. What's that dude name? He's still on the team. He was, he stuck with him. He stuck with him. Doc Rivers doesn't coach. What he does is self-sufficient. He says, you know what? Y'all can figure this out. This make me look good. Chris Paul has said it in so many ways. All his players. He doesn't have schemes and so forth. He just said, this is, y'all know how to play basketball. Go ahead. And he just rolled the ball out. Come on, get out of here. How many times? How many times? Six times he had a league in the playoff. Not the first round we're talking about. Second or third round to go to the championship. He has lost the lead six times, but I'm not saying six times. That means if you're up three, one, you're most likely going to lose it because he lost that three times. You're up three, two. You're going to lose it. Unless you sweep it in the playoff, you're going to lose. I trust absolutely nothing. Like I said, Emmanuel quickly has better numbers in a short amount of time. He's more productive versus um, what's his name? Maxi, who has a long extended time. Maxi has played 29, started 26 out of 29 games, which he had started minutes. And Doc Rivers is a type of person who he likes what Manuel done last year. So he works off of that. What's that guy? What's that guy's name where he, he who he kept putting in and over and over again? And it was like, stop. Quick. What's that guy's name? Let me look at the must, roster. He you must be Corkman? talking about Shake. Shay. Oh, no, Shay. not Shay. It wasn't Shay. It wasn't Shay. Corkman. No, Kirk don't Kirk. say you know what I'm talking about. Stop the nonsense. 
You Fam, know why do good. you know all of this information? Because Thank I have, because I have to go against these 76 plans because they just go off <laughs> like their team is great, like they haven't stunk in years. And then no. we all, we all saw why do you know phone. this? We all saw Phil's phone when he had the star next to the Philadelphia Sixers <laughs> on his ESPN app. We all saw his phone. We all saw that it. was for research purposes only. Oh, oh that was God. research Phil purposes is, only. Yeah, man. Phil is Liam Neeson. <laughs> I know. Oh what you my doing. gosh, Phil. We we listen. We we're never gonna get over the hump because you showed your phone, and now and now you have stats. That I don't even think some Philly fans know. Like, come on, man. I have to research Cut it out. Shake Milton. There he go. It was Shake. Shake. He, shake, shake. Shake. he, said, shake. he said that. He said Shake, shake Milton? He did. Yeah. Like, nah, not oh. Shake. <laughs> it shake Milton. There he goes. Yeah, I have to oh, make man. sure. This guy. Shake Milton. He was going up and down. Oh, Shake. Oh, Shake. And he shook out almost out the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> so and then he said Maxi and Maxi played, so he's gonna sit and ride Maxi. That's the only reason. So Yo, I'm not saying a word. Crazy. I think all right. So I'm. I know, I know we're gonna end the show, and I know Dion gonna do that. But I don't think you peep what Dion did either. So I keep telling you to listen. When you both said it's our year next year, Dion ended with a maybe, and you ain't peeped that. And I know I you that. Oh, yeah, that's, listen, that's, that's listen, the kind of Dion, stuff you need to do, Phil. No, you, I, you listen, I, I am a fan, and, oh. and, and Dion is special in she, what she does, and, and, and everyone who's smart enough to follow her, follow her. I deviate. I'm from Brooklyn, so we like to do our own thing, too. <laughs> Dion do her thing, we do her thing, and we still co-facetic. Here's the thing. The Knicks, and don't tell me, don't, I'm, not, I'm not leaving the, um, the conversation. Maxi is not a better player than Emmanuel Quickly. Thibodeau is a better coach. Tom, uh, Doc River has never won a championship without Thibodeau as is back there. Yo, do you know how illogical this, this these statements are you making? It's yo? fact. It, first of all, how is it fact when the man has more, better stats and is getting more playing time as far as Maxi? Then you I say told you why. Tibbs can't win with Doc, but Doc is the head coach. Right. So, so and yeah. then you said a third thing. If I remember, I slashed that one up too, but I just forgot. Because it was just it was just three nonsense points right in the row. <laughs> now, no, Phil, I I was rocking with you um, until you tried to downplay the fact that Doc won as a coach. Like I I can't co-sign that. Doc lost. What coach have lost a lead in the playoff? I'm not talking about first round. I'm talking about second, third round to the championship six times, and he had the better team. That's all I have to say. So okay, cool. That's no, fair, to say. Look, fair, fair point. Fair point. Thank you. Go ahead, Evans. You look like you want to say something about you um to defend. And we had other topics we could talk. We could talk about what's the best. I just want to, to, to highlight. I just want to <laughs> highlight how Phil loves to tear down black men to uplift his <laughs> <laughs> because because first, first he blames first he blames um what's first he says Kevin Walker's a turnstile. And that's why I should be playing the master coach. Then he says Doc Rivers is such a abomination of a coach that that that, that Tibbs just you know Tibbs is the one who elevated the man who won the championship. Right. You know how long yeah, white people did. have done this to black people? Feel? You know how long white people have done this to black people? Who talk about oh the assistants would have really got the job? It's like give the black man credit. He won a championship. He did. He, he, did. he won a championship. Stop he giving did. kids too much credit. 
He nah, won a championship <laughs> with the help of Thibodeau's. All right. All I'm saying, Doc River, uh, he is successful. He has, he is, yo, listen, he is getting chances. He, he, listen, any other black man would have been fired in five seconds if what has occurred to Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers <laughs> lost six times. Okay. Two, I say manual quickly. <laughs> I know LeBron. Oh we're not talking to NFL <laughs> and they're losing too. We're not talking NFL. Do not I'm bring Lamar that, into this. No, I'm not. I was bamboozled to watch him, but the, other than that, let's go. <laughs> oh, if you only could see listen, the listen hatred America, listen by my cold, this, is my the, this is the prototype of, of, of <laughs> you understand? Phil's not a black man. Phil's a Caribbean man. And so he, he's showing his hate for black men in America. Okay? <laughs> Phil I, is coming from the islands and he's telling us uh, African Americans were lazy, <laughs> we don't work hard enough, we need to do better. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't. Phil is we Herschel should be talking about at this point. <laughs> we should be talking about Herschel guys. <laughs> Closet racist. <laughs> no, Phil, no. Phil, no. My wife that. is African American, actually Jamaican. She's West Indian. And you West Indian. Indian. Uncle Ben. <laughs> Listen, Phil, I'll say this, and this will be to your benefit. You have one month to get it together before February, Black History Month, because you have been failing us a little bit on this show. Listen, I'm part of the BRG on my day job. I support Black businesses. I just, listen, all we but, want as African Americans, all we want as Black people is to be treated equal. And when I do that, I'm called this. I'm treating him equally. All I'm saying, the standard is the standard. Treat everybody the same. If you lose, if any other black coach, Mark Jackson can't even get a job, who have literally won. That's Mark Jackson's three championship, right? That's Mark Jackson's chap. Sorry, Keith Steve Kerr. You did give a little triangle. That's Mark Jackson, right? That's Mark Jackson. You see that? Mark Jackson, the former New York Knicks, that is his championship. Those three championships, y'all better give him a ring. Phil's about to tell us he got black friends. I know, right? <laughs> He's like, look, I go to lunch with my black co-workers hey, every Sunday. Black I, have black, I have black brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I attend an all-black church. I'm an elder all-black church. <laughs> my children are black. <laughs> All I'm saying, we should be talking about the most excited 10-day contract. For me, is Brandon Knight is back in the league and and, and Stevenson. Let's figure about the 76ers. They're trash and, and Doc Rivers spiraling out of control. So that's why uh, I like to talk about. We're hopping up on this too long. Yes. Well, well, Phil, maybe next week you'll redeem. We'll try to have a topic where you can redeem yourself to <laughs> um, our black community. Um <laughs> You know, gotta do something on MLK Day, Phil. No, seriously, seriously, you have to do community service, MLK Day of Service, and you have to tell our listeners in the grateful moment what you have done to uplift the Black community. Okay, I'm planning to attend the MLK tournament hosted at Northeast Church. Okay, with my mask on and gloves. 
mask wait what kind of mask are you referencing just so we're clear n95 mask okay hey yo hey have y'all seen that video there's a video on twitter about this dude he was like man i'm getting cooked oh my god yo y'all Y'all got me dead this morning. You see? They can't stand the truth. Look, it's okay. It's okay, Phil. We'll give you a chance to redeem. We'll be back same time next week on another NBA episode. We hope you can pull it together. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.